The presenting sponsor of today's episode is Sarah Day with Berkshire Hathaway and her featured listing located at 518 East Cottonwood Street, a stunning architecturally designed home available in downtown Bozeman's north side that features enhanced outdoor living space. Oh, that's a that's a cushy side of town, the yeah. north side. Uh, here are the deets. Three bed, two bath with a main level master bathroom. Oh. And bedroom, yeah. main level master bedroom, uh, a two car detached garage. The living area has vaulted ceilings and dramatic modern accents, and it's extremely energy efficient. That's a plus. Yes. Uh, and it has incredible proximity to some of the most popular food and drink spots in Bozeman on that north side. There's some good stuff there. Get yourself to 518 East Cottonwood Street. And yes, dramatic modern accents. Do they like reach out and start quoting Shakespeare or they, uh, do they get upset easily? Yeah. Anyway. Very testy. Very testy. Just turn on the light. It's like, hey, I was, I was trying to have a moment here. Sorry. That's a terrible joke, but we're going to go with it because I didn't sleep well. Check out the link in the episode description for more info and to make an appointment to see it in person. Yeah. Why not? We have two good friends that are looking at real estate this week. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're very familiar. We've been looking at a lot of listings. We have been looking at some listings. But and I at this they one. would look at 518 Cottonwood Street, except for our friends, because they love us, are only looking at things within a very small proximity of our house, <laughs> which we is are on, not the, on the north side. We're not we're on the north side. We're on the other side. Literally looking five doors down. But this is a, a, a heck of a, of a deal. Hurry. Uh, run, don't walk. Get on it. Go Get on 518 East Cottonwood. Welcome to Explore Big Sky with Hori Marmot, where we take you inside the stories that matter in Montana's Gallatin Valley. We are, are your, your hosts, host, Joe, Joe and Michelle, Michelle Borden. We've strayed from our comedy roots long enough. On this episode, we chat with Forrest Shaw, one of the two hilarious headlining haha men heading to Big Sky for the upcoming Hooked on the Gallatin event. Haha men. Not yeah. sure that was worth this third H, Michelle. You sound ridiculous. <laughs> I always sound ridiculous. It's never not a ridiculous day for me. Um, and yeah, or- Orlando Leba is the other buddy of ours yeah. who is also a fantastic person. Um, but yeah, listen to this episode and uh, hear about Forrest's past because that's cool. It's Manatees, man. He's a very mysterious guy. He is. I, I love, I mean, as and, we and all funny, know, he's hilarious. I, I have had many careers in my life. I just continue to reinvent myself, which is just fun. Not really. I mean, but no, I am sticking do. to what Absolutely. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's if, boring if, if you stay in the same thing. doing something, you need to stop doing that. I'll and say, you did. yeah, advertising sales a little hectic. Yeah. And then pharmaceutical sales got a little uh, sad, especially when I was doing it in Los Angeles. The drives, like driving three hours to talk to one doctor who was like, oh, I'm very busy today. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's not my thing. This yeah. isn't my thing. <laughs> Good for and you. And lucky for me and lucky for other people. You can do that. You can change careers. Yes. If you're feeling unhappy, you can switch it up. Just stop doing it. Just, Just stop going in. Yeah. Well, I don't do that. No. I quit. Um, <laughs> you did. Okay. You told them. You didn't just stop going in. Irish goodbye. Your your office. No, but like begin right before I did. I kind of started. I I was st- slowly. Yeah. Um. You did. You did that thing that you do in uh, relationships where you just become more distant. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've been distant with each other lately. And we've, we've been, been so, very busy. I know. This is the this is the only time we've been together in the last twenty four hours. Hi. No. We've been we're, toge- we're together a lot. Yeah. I still like you, but we've we've been busy. We have been busy. We enjoy spending time with each other and with Orlando and his wife Vanessa and Forrest. All yeah. great people. Oh, Orlando and Vanessa are fun. You Can't should probably wait. edit out all my babbling. I'm, I'm sorry. excited about seeing them again. Um we'll all be hanging out together for the Wildlands coming up. Oh, I know. God, it's in a few days. That's my excited. It feels voice. crazy. I'm excited about Wildlands. It's going to be an epic concert. And just weekend overall, we should uh, we should get our butts there. Yep. All right. Let's get to the forest interview. But first, a quick ad read for FitFo. For FitFo. This episode of Explore Big Sky with Hori Marmot is brought to you by FitFo Ammo. Can humidors, high quality, durable, and portable. FitFo custom cans are designed for your adventure needs and to ensure that you can confidently go anywhere with your cigars or cannabis. That you want to take those things with you. At FitFo, we never compromise on quality or materials, and we always use the best we have available. So you can be assured that the best handmade humidor will be yours every time. Cans are lined with two custom laser cut, whoa, almost fell down, laser cut foam <laughs> inserts, which can hold 50 plus cigars. That's almost too many cigars. Yeah, my <laughs> mouth can hold 50 plus cigars. That's not true. She is not a cartoon I, cat. Was <laughs> complete. I was thinking of that. Actually, when I said Isn't that, I was that totally, exactly mm-hmm. what comes to mind. Yeah, the black and white cat with like all the big old cigars in its <laughs> mouth. And just Anyway, complete with a digital hygrometer and brushed stainless steel boveda. Boveda? What did I say last week? You tripped week? on this night. You said them both. Like you, you refused to choose one. Well, which one is it? I think it's Boveda. Okay. And brush stainless steel Boveda humidification pack holder. Order your can today at Fitfo. These cans and taking them out on the town. <laughs> anyway, Fitfo. sorry. Fitfo.co. It's important mm. to say that. Fitfo.co. Yeah, that's their website. Fitfo.co. Yeah. Go to fitfo.co. Um, and here's another quick snippet of my chat with the man behind the can, Brian Hemming. These are for people who take their smoke seriously. I, I don't smoke cigars or cannabis, Brian, but I'd still love to get one of these as a gift. I'll be honest. Yeah, totally. I mean, and that's that's one of the cool things that we do is is it's customization. Uh, we, we've done some really cool projects in the past. We're working on some really cool ones now. And yeah, you know, kind of the best way to see what we're capable of. I mean, you know this, I've, I've talked to you and you follow us on Instagram and follow us on Instagram. I think that's the best way to see what we're putting out and also to help people generate ideas on what they want and what they're looking for in their custom can. And you know, what, what do they want to create with their legacy piece or, or statement piece? I mean, when you walk into a room and you put this down on a table for cigars or whatever, I mean, people are going to take notice and it's definitely going to start a conversation. Uh, so yeah, check out Fitfo's Instagram. And it's, it's a great place to see a lot of their products. Uh, and it's just kind of a cool follow. Yeah. You should, uh, they're pretty cool. We, we have hung out with him and he has shown us insides and outsides of these cans. And I would like to put can the best in a Fitfo can. Yeah. Coming up here. Get, get in that can's guts. Yeah. See what it's like. Get in the can, 
Go see Wildlands Festival this weekend. If you don't have tickets, you're crazy. It's one of the best concerts. That is you're in, not crazy if you don't have tickets. Maybe one of the maybe, best concerts in the country. Because have you seen the well, venue? Just buy and also tickets. The it just doesn't. It doesn't make you crazy if you don't have tickets right now. I well, think. you're silly because you should have bought them already. Irresponsible. Irresponsible, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, get some tickets. Get to Wildlands if you want to uh, see Tom Skerritt and a couple of comics this Friday tomorrow. Go uh, get to the Hooked on Gallatin uh, event site through Gallatin we, River Task Force. I think course. there are still a handful of tickets left, but that may not be the case uh, once this publishes. So okay, we'll see. See if there's some All tickets right. left. Hope to see you guys at Wildlands. And uh, here's our chat with Forrest Shaw. Shivering, ding, ding. We are here with the the wonderful, very funny. Forrest Shaw, Forrest who also Shaw. Uh, happens to be a friend of ours, because we have hung out with you in Big Sky previous to this visit. I don't remember when it was like three years ago, maybe it was. It was for the yep the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, charity event. Yep, yep. You, you came to town and you uh, put on a, a nice set of comedy and then played a round of golf. I don't think you won no. that celebrity tournament. Mm-mm. No, no, we <laughs> probably finished last, if I had to guess. Um, and I don't think anyone was mad about that in our group, except there was a person in our group whose brother won the whole thing, and that seemed to bother him because I think oh, his so brother got a hole in one or something. So I think there was some. But we, I had a great time; it was really fun, and that was my first time in the area, and it was it was great. And that's yeah. what it was all about: was just having a good time and yeah. raising money for the kids. Sibling rivalry is real. Yeah. Big brothers, big sisters. You know, you got all brothers right. on the course. There was that competing. angle. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're just telling filthy jokes to raise money for children. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So, Forrest, thank you so much for coming up to Big Sky uh, multiple times to help out with various charities. Um, you know, the Hooked on Gallatin event is a pretty special one that's new to um, the Wildlands Festival. Um, you have an interesting – so you haven't always been a comic, and I love a good reinvention because that I have probably changed careers three times in my life. Uh, what were you doing before you were a comic? Uh, I was a marine biologist for about – 14 years. Wow. Very so, common yeah, career it, path. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a lie that you would tell like <laughs> a woman at a bar or something, you know, like just like, yeah, I used to work with like dolphins and manatees and now I do comedy, like some sort of George Costanza thing or something, you know? Yeah. Just trying to fill out um, that Bumble profile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I grew up in Miami, Florida and um, I, uh, I, I, when I graduated from college, I went to college in New York and studied, studied biology, went back to Miami and I, um, worked there with an environmental department, uh, county, county government environmental department. And I did, uh, anything from, you know, manatee protection to like seagrass monitoring and coral reef monitoring and water quality. And, you know, I always, uh, appreciate, you know, any causes like what's going on with, with the wildlands festival, because, I think that that often gets overlooked and it's fun to do that, to have like something, you know, where we're going to have fun. There's going to be comedy and music and, and, uh, and this whole fun event, but also if you can make that educational, I think that's always great. And I, I feel like probably just from my one trip there, I think people in the area of big sky are really tied into the environment. I would think, 
you know. So, um, oh, yes, absolutely. I'm happy to be a part of something like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Plus, maybe you'll sweat a little bit less than when you were in Miami. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the- I was in the water. I was always in the water. So uh, it was really great. I was like scuba diving most of the time. And uh, the only thing that was really like, sometimes you have to like wait out a lightning storm. That was the scariest part. So, but uh, every you know, afternoon floating around in the middle of them. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, they, they gave us this thing. They gave us this, um, it looked like a pager. I don't know for younger listeners that uh, the thing we used to have oh, where yeah. they could get a hold of you. It's like a little thing. And so you would put that on the boat, and it was to detect when lightning was in the area. Within I don't I don't remember if it was like ten miles or five miles or something. And so it would start going off and making this weird sound, and that would let you know that a lightning storm was coming. But sometimes we'd be fifteen miles from the nearest like power line. Like we wouldn't near anything, you know, in the middle of nowhere in Florida Bay on the tip of Florida, the bottom. And it's just like, okay, great. We know lightning's coming. So now we could die. So that's all we, that's, that was literally what the whole, our safety device was, you know, like prepare to, uh, it's just, to be scared. That's your imminent death. Oh my God. (laughs) Device. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been walking on water. (laughs) You'd have seen me just be Jesus and get out of there. Well, there was a lot of sharks in that area. So you wouldn't want to be in the water there either. So it was a, it was a real, but, um, now I know why you went into comedy. Because it it was a government job. So they were like, we're going to give you hazard pay. And I think hazard pay was like, I I don't remember, maybe $5 more an hour or something. It wasn't, it wasn't great, but it was a great job, but it wasn't like you weren't getting rich off being a marine biologist for Miami-Dade County, you know? Got it. So, um, but it was fun. It was, still was fun. I'm not making it sound like, you know, it's, uh, I like sharks too anyways, but I, 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 um, yeah, it was a great job, but eventually I, uh, was just stuck at a desk getting fat and not going out on the boats anymore, doing any of the cool stuff. <laughs> um, I would have to like schedule myself in cause like I, I was basically a supervisor at a certain point and I would just sit at a desk. And so then I would just write myself into the schedule on like the cool stuff. Like I'm going to go check out what you guys are doing on the coral reef. And they would just be like, yeah, sure. And that would just be like a hindrance the whole day, but that was, oh. yeah. <laughs> okay. Just now, sandbagging your way to a government paycheck. Good ha- for you. How much do you know about trout? <laughs> well, tell you what, I, I, my, my grandparents used to have a place in Colorado when I was younger. It was like, I don't know if it was a timeshare or something, but they, they didn't own it completely. So we would go up there when they had the opportunity to go. It was a, it was a, a like a condo in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. So I would go up there in the summers with my grandparents, and I would actually do a lot of fishing in streams up there, trout fishing. And um, there was one year I was in a trout fishing contest, well, like oh. in the back, like in the, in the in this river, and as a kid. So it was just with kids. It wasn't super competitive, but it still was your kid in your mind. This is the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And I caught a brown trout that I, I was. I don't remember how big it was, but it was the biggest fish I ever caught. So, you know, it was <laughs> monster, it was pretty good size. Yeah. And I was flying out that night though, back to um, Miami and my, we got, we kept the fish. I wanted to eat it. We didn't have time to prepare it. So my grandmother was like, what I'm going to do is it was clean, but she's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap it in a bunch of stuff, put it in ice and then put it in another thing and then put it in an ice pack and put it in your bag. Oh no. And it should, it, it should be underneath the plane. It'll be 
you know, it'll be, it'll stay cold until you get there and you can have the fish when you get home. Oh yeah. Backpacks. And, very uh, insulating. Think, famously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, you know, how this story's going to end. So the, yeah. uh, they lost my luggage and, uh, oh, and, no. <laughs> and they were like, well, this is what the, but they found it eventually, but for like three days, it didn't make them house. And I remember, I remember distinctly, I can still remember the smell. My mom and I pulled up to the house and there was a bag on the front step of our house and you could smell it from the driveway, oh. just like reeking. I don't know how to that... throw out like half my clothes and I felt bad for the fish. Like I just killed a fish for no reason. Right. Yeah, oh, so. senseless yeah. death that fish had. Good for you to continue to have a soft spot for trout after that experience. <laughs> <laughs> So you you and Orlando have this in common that you're both kind of like late in life to comedy and doing great at it. How did you guys cross paths? Um, Orlando was started comedy uh, uh, after me, but I remember when he was coming up already, you could could see it was funny right away. Like he just just you know and people are funny off stage all the time like you know people are always like i got a friend that would be killer at comedy and like it's not the same thing it's once you get on stage it's a different world you know and, different skill set so uh, yeah yeah different muscle all that you know but it was right away you could tell like he was very charismatic very likable very funny and um my buddy john Wynn, who is also a comedian but he's also a filmmaker and a professor of film so we started doing this 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 ser- this web series and we needed a character and the character wasn't going to speak ever uh his name was silencio and he, he did not speak for the entire thing and we were like who's very funny without even talking and i don't know if you, you've seen orlando perform before he's very like that makes a lot of like facial things and movements he's just a funny guy even if he's not talking and so we, I didn't know him that well yet, but we, we asked him to do it. He did it. And then we spent a ton of time together. And then we became like fast friends after that. And then, uh, we both moved to LA at the same time. And, and, you know, we've, we, uh, we used to live together. And so I, um, I've known him for a long time. And it, to me, he's like kind of like family now to the point where after I moved out with him, when I moved into my new house, uh, I, uh, and for those that aren't listening, uh, Orlando is Dominican and he's, he's brown. I am white, and and, and we, we went to we went to the corner store, and I and and I go hey I just moved in down the street right here a new neighbor whatever and uh, Orlando goes I'm his brother, <laughs> and then the guy looked at me like <laughs> the guy looked at me like oh well that's cool that, that yeah, okay like <laughs> but um we have uh we've been very tight close friends ever since uh yeah since we met way back then in Miami that's, that's awesome. It. All right, so it all started in Miami. That's that's yeah, good Miami, to know. It's all tied to Miami. Really, all roads lead to Miami in this conversation. So you have yeah. an album called Mr. Grizzly. Um, are you on your way to Montana to find Mrs. Grizzly, or are we uh, still going to stay single here? <laughs> wow. Um, Put you on the spot here. It's okay. I had to throw a dad joke in there. Yeah, I thought that I... Um, I, well, look, I'm never, I'm not like <laughs> one that said I'm going to be single the rest of my life. I just am, you know, it, it's, it's tough. You're a comedian. It's not, a lot of people say they can deal with this lifestyle, but then it's very difficult to, to you know, keep a relationship. And so I've dated some comedians before, but we're all insane, whether you're a, a male or a female. So that never works out. And then, yep. um, I think there's like three instances where it's worked out, you know, 
I uh, I would agree yeah, with you. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time with comics, and it, you know, it's a hard sell. It's a hard sell. Inherently you're broken. On the people. road, yeah, you're on the road late nights. I mean, definitely, there's a darker side and a lighter side. I mean, you got to have the clown balance. But yeah, uh, you don't you don't have to find Mrs. Not even Grace the road, though. Not even the road. It's like I did two shows last night, and I'm doing another show tonight, and neither of them, I mean, none of them, I'm making any money at all. I'm just doing them because I'm working out new jokes. And so, gone. You know, last night I was gone for like four hours, and I'll be gone for like two, three hours. And if you're dating somebody and you're like, hey, I got to go to this hole in the wall place. <laughs> and they're like, what are you going to do there? I'm like, I'm just going to like work on Joe. It's like, it just sounds shady already. <laughs> like, you're like, are you not making any money? You're like, no. And I, I mean, I get from the other angle, you'd be like, yeah, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. I'm like, no, I'm just telling jokes. And it's like, so it, goes, it, it makes it for, you know, tough sledding. But um, I need to I hang out think, at a know, bar five nights a week, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, maybe when I'm like, you know, in my uh, late 50s, I'll settle down. It's the perfect time to start starting a family, you know, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. yeah. It seems like you don't do anything early, Forrest. So that's that's in keeping <laughs> with what I expect yeah. from you. <laughs> well, I live in L.A. It's perfectly normal to start a family in your 60s or 70s here, like have kids. So that's, Absolutely. Uh, that's what people do here. Didn't uh, Robert De Niro just, was it Robert De Niro that just had like He had kid? another child at... He's 80, 80 basically. I think he's 80. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, so yeah. there you go. There you go. Fit right in. The, different, the difference there, though, is we have different bank accounts, me and Robert De Niro. So I feel like <laughs> it's a little bit easier. <laughs> like when he's like, I don't have any energy, he'll talk to his second nanny or something. Like, you take care of the kid or something. But yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's a bunch of grizzly bears out here. Uh, so you could just uh, find a Mrs. Grizzly somewhere in the woods as well if you're looking for that kind of thing. Yeah, somebody to hibernate. Wait, hold on a second. Is that a term that you guys use out there? Grizzly bear? Is that a, or are you just making this up now? No, we have a bunch of grizzly bears out here in Big Sky. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We do. Yeah, uh, that's what I was asking. Are you looking for Mrs. Grizzly? Um, but I like I like that we went into your romantic uh, history because like that's a thing that nobody ever talks about with comics is like the you know your personal life is crazy because you're always on the road. But yes, Montana is uh, you're right. Big Sky is right by Yellowstone where the Grizzlies love to live. So when you're in Big Sky yeah. and you go on hikes and things like that, you should probably carry bear spray. Pack your bear spray. Pack your bear spray. Get it from Hay Bear. Yeah, There's we can. A... We can rent you some some bear spray. So you're, <laughs> you're uh, you can rent bear spray. I don't know. You can rent it. You can rent bear it's spray. It's a new business in Big Sky. That hey way bear. you know it's fresh, which is very important. Yeah, you don't you want stale bear spray. No, you um, don't want to try to ward off a bear <laughs> with it. So if it's not fresh, it's not as effective. Yeah, yeah exactly. That'd be a bad time to find out. Like, you're just like, <laughs> absolutely, just, like, wipes it off its face and it like licks its hand and it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Nice yeah. try. Um, Only right. the bear knows the story. I suppose we have biologists, by the way. I just said hand and not paw, so I'm sorry for everybody out there that's going to correct me on that. <laughs> you're you're getting rusty. <laughs> All right, so you you and Orlando are performing Friday night at the hooked on the Gallatin event. Are you hanging out the rest of the weekend after that? Will we see you at the music? I am. I'm there through the weekend. I think, I think we even have a day where we're going to go to Yellowstones. I've never been there. Uh, I know you need more than a day, but we're at least going to, you know, have a day to go up there. Uh, Orlando and I and, uh, Orlando's wife and, uh, 
and yeah, I'm, I can't wait to, to I I tell you what, um, I Lord Huron, I'm a huge fan of Foo Fighters. Lord Huron, the Breeders, I liked when I was uh, when I was younger. I haven't seen them in a while, but I met Lord Huron in a in a Delta Lounge one time, uh, and uh, as you do, I really love their music, and I didn't know what they looked like though. I didn't even know they were, but I just saw a bunch of guys with like guitar cases and things like that. And they were sitting next to me and it was me. I opened for Jim Jeffries a lot on the road. So Jim Jeffries was there. And then now they're opening our Justin Martindale and we're sitting there and I go, uh, Hey, what, what, what band are you in? And they said, Lord, we're in a band called Lord Huron. And I go, Oh, I really, I have you on my phone. Like I'm a big fan, you know, like I was trying to show them, like, I'm like, I got you on my phone. But I just didn't know what you look like. I'm sorry, but, but you guys are great. Blah, blah, blah. And they kind of looked at me like, whatever. And then I said, I'm a comedian. I was trying to be like, hey, I'm cool. Like, yeah. We can hang out. I'm in the entertainment business. <laughs> I said, I'm a comedian. <laughs> and then they said, oh. I said, I'm going to New Orleans right now. Do you know, Jim was getting food. I go, I'm opening for Jim Jeff. I, hope they, I was hoping they knew who he was. So I knew they weren't going to know who I was. And then uh, they just kept, kept looking at me like I had two heads. But the, all, the thing that connected them is because I was opening for Jim, I said, we were playing at the Sanger Theater, which is a big theater in New Orleans that they had played. And then we were cut. They kind of were like, "All right, you're cool. We can." Um, and they're, they're they're very nice, but I really wanted. As soon as we left, I was like, I wanted to become friends with Lord Huron. So, so I'm hoping maybe you know this weekend I get to. It's your chance. I don't know. Rekindle our friendship. Yeah. So we'll you, see. You should mention that you used to be a marine biologist. See if that really captures their attention. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. Forget you're the right. theaters. That, that's the angle. Go to the manatees. <laughs> totally the angle. People are fascinated I'll, I'll with manatees. You, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who else I'm excited to meet is Tom Skerritt. Yeah. So I'm excited to meet him. Um, America's sweetheart. Big fan. Yeah, is that what he goes by? I mean, I, I call know. him that. I yeah, think we all should. That's oh, Joe. Yeah. That's Joe just to make it a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the event that you'll be at on Friday night seems like it's going to be super cool. I think there are still a few tickets left and people can... Um, Visit the website in our episode description for that. Um, yeah, it's come for see, yeah, it's a, it's for a good cause. And while you're there, you can see Forrest Shaw and Orlando Leba perform. Forrest, thank you so much for joining us last minute here on the podcast. It was uh, great to catch up with you, and I'm sure we will see you this weekend. We'll jam yeah, I'll out see you in a few days. Yeah, thanks for having me on. The Hoary Marmot Podcast wouldn't be possible without the generosity of Big Sky's local businesses. Music by Top Flow Production. Please subscribe to us and rate and review and then go gush to your friends.